Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here from Largo, Florida. It's a beautiful fall day here. Um, I'm really, you know, I really enjoy how consistent the weather is here in Florida. I was just uh, just telling them how much I enjoy how consistent the weather is here where we are. It is very consistent, consistently yeah, consistent. It's consistently beautiful. So, it's very nice. Which I appreciate. You know, yeah. this is our 122nd episode. It's a lot. It's a lot of episodes. It's a lot, as we've been consistent. So we are going to talk about today's topic is winter tips, how to prepare for the cold weather from an MD. You're an MD, doctor. I am. It's true. Doctor, how do you, if you live in a northern latitude, how do you, how do you survive the winter, doctor? Well, the number one thing is to get the light that you can get when you can get it. So it doesn't matter if the sun is coming up at 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock get out there, have some five, 10 minutes, even if it's very dim, there's not a lot of light coming to the coming to earth. It doesn't matter. Get that light. If you can work during the day, wherever there's natural light, sadly, the idiots in charge don't understand the importance of light to human health. And so they've created these monstrous work environments where there's really no natural light available for much of the working public. If that's the case for you, you really need to double down on getting light when you can, and then also adding in some, what I would describe as supplemental light. That's basically how I look at a lot of the light therapy that I recommend to people. So what kind of lights am I talking about? So I have a EMR tech firestorm right there. That's a red and infrared light that I use during the winter even here in Florida. And that right there is the Spurdy vitamin D lamp. But the one that I most recommend to people in high Northern latitudes or high latitudes is actually the sauna space sauna. And the reason for that is twofold. Number one, you're getting red and infrared light in the sauna. Uh, number two, you're getting the benefits of sauna. So you're getting this nice benefit from what we call photobiomodulation. And then you're also getting the benefit of sauna all at the same time. It's not the same as photobiomodulation. Don't get that idea because that's not true, but it's similar effects, similar benefits. Now, the, the, yeah. the beauty of this is sauna space actually is, uh, is running. That's your favorite sauna company, by the my way, favorite he's, sauna company, yeah. he's got, he's got one right, right over, over there. there, over there. And I, I tell you what, I, I, I haven't, I, I'm not a big like sauna and I just, in the winter in at home in Canada and, and, and when I was in Kentucky, the sauna and I were, were friends and, mm -hmm. and I would do something dastardly cause I get really bad seasonal affective disorder. That's why I keep moving South. Yeah. Um, I would do something in dastardly as I'd, I'd go and get in a tanning bed five minutes, a couple, couple days a week to keep me from getting depressed. And it, it worked very well. Yeah. But, um, the, the, the thing about the sauna space, is, you know, a lot of people build these big, massive saunas and they can't really take it with them anywhere. This sauna space is made of heavy canvas. So you can pack it up and take it with you. Yes. If you move, it's really convenient. For you uh, the lights nomads, it's a really the, great option right the lights that come with it you could literally turn your closet into a sauna so yeah. very very convenient and they are running a limited time a limited offer uh, that's october it ends on october 8th so at the end of this week 
Uh, it's Stillman all caps for 10% off. And I, you have a discount code. I think, is it, is it Stillman five for the, your regular discount code for them? Uh, Cause it's 5% yeah, usually Stillman five. If you're watching yeah, this so later. If, yeah. So if you're watching this after October 8th, you can do Stillman five to get 5% off. Yeah. Uh, and then those, those links to everything he mentioned will be, it will be in the dis description below. Talk about historically, like, you know, our ancestors, you know, you look at the Inuit, they also ate a lot of fish, you know, in the wind, uh, in their diet continuously, obviously, because they were very limited in vitamin D. And I will say this in Kentucky in the wintertime, you know, if you, if it's nice enough, you get cold adapted, like I could cold adapted very quickly and I would go out even if 30 degrees, if it was bright and sunny, I could take my shirt off and be very comfortable in the sun. I, you know, I was, it wasn't really cold for me. So getting, still getting light on your skin has great value even in the winter, just because, just because it's winter time doesn't mean you don't need light on your body, which is super important by the stuff you have in your house. But <clears throat> if it's a nice day and it's bright and sunny outside, don't be afraid to, you know, take your shirt off and get out there. Um, talk about historically though, you know, uh, the impact of sauna on these cultures, these Northern climates. Well, nobody has tried to uh, live in a cold place without sauna mm -hmm. and people forget that or ignore it. And so I think you're a little bit nuts if you're trying to get through a cold season gracefully without a sauna and you, you know, respectfully, you have very few reasons not to find a way to integrate sauna into your life. Um, there's some ex instances where I, people I've met, they really, it's, it's tough for them to find a way, but you can use saunas. I've heard at co-working spaces, you can use saunas at gyms. You can buy a sauna, you can make a sauna. Um, and if, well, you know, and there's all sorts of sauna places popping up everywhere. That's uh, it. I mean, there's, people there's are waking up to the sauna. power of light to heal them and keep them healthy and keep them happy. And so right. places like Sauna House, I can't remember where that is. There's a couple of branches of Sauna yeah, House. Yeah, and there, there's like a lot of float tank franchises now, like the one we right. go to have or sauna wellness now. Spas, yeah. yeah, wellness spas, sauna, you know, a lot of these places have them. So they're, they're much more available now than they than they were before. And, and I think you that's want, because you old people school. are realizing that they, in their modern, in our modern world, they're not doing well without these right. frequencies of light and they see right. the value in them and they feel much, much better because we have to remember we've completely edited out infrared light from our indoor environment with modern led and CFL yep. bulbs. And that's part of why people today feel so bad and have so many skin conditions and, and ocular diseases are going up and up and up in frequency and severity. So yeah. that's part of why this is all taking off. But the, the thing I say to people about sauna is the more you hate the cold, the more you need the sauna. So like mm. Jim, as, it, as you go back to what he was saying about why he doesn't really like the sauna, he doesn't like the sauna because he's built like a fire hydrant. And that means he retains a lot of heat. He's got an enormous amount of muscle mass. So he doesn't struggle with feeling cold in the winter. What he doesn't like about the winter is that it's gloomy and gray and there's not a lot of sunlight. Fair? Yes, fair. Very fair. Whereas somebody like me, I'm more long, lanky build. I lose heat a lot faster than Jim. And so I tend to get cold. If you've got cold hands and feet, if you struggle with you know your energy, with fatigue during the winter, with your mood, all those things add up to me saying, okay, you're probably more likely to benefit more from sauna than somebody else. 
and so that's a big part of, of how strenuously I recommend it to people. The other thing that I often talk about with sauna is that it helps us to get rid of toxins that we're bioaccumulating in a modern world that's really full of toxins. And that's kind of a, that's a daily habit you really have to build in order to get rid of and stay on top of your total toxic burden. Uh, and people are not doing that, which is then yeah. leading them to accumulate toxins more and more. Well, and, more well, and also we need to make sure that people are aware if you are going to jump into sauna, that you're mm -hmm. remineralized, you know, that you're getting yes. some salt, you're getting minerals. Cause a lot of people will get in the sauna and they're like, they do it for, you know, for a while. And they're like, I feel like garbage. Well, are you, are you rehydrating? Yes. They don't understand the demand on your, and, and most people, you know, if they're drinking regular water or if they're drinking, uh, filtered water, they, they are just not getting, you know, and combined with the modern American diet are just not getting a lot of minerals in their diet in general. It's funny because people will gravitate towards things that make them feel good without knowing it. Like a lot of, you know, women in particular, uh, love the fireplace and they love sitting mm -hmm. right next to the fireplace. So that's another option too. If you have a fireplace, um, right. You know, fire that baby up and sit. Well, sit these days, you know, honestly, if you have some, if you have trees on your property, if you have access to someone's property that has trees, having your own wood burning stove is not a bad backup plan. I you know, agree. The grid is very vulnerable. Electrical heat can go out. Mm -hmm. Look at what's going on with the price of gas. It goes up. It goes down. Right. I mean, one of the, the best climate, things... the climate Nazis might, might come. Oh, I said the word Nazi. So there we go. We're going into, we're going into the YouTube jail. I mean, it's Instagram on our newsletter because we might disappear from all these legacy social media sites at any time. I'm about to, I'm going to share, since I'm already in Instagram jail, I'm going to share a really juicy, juicy reel on my Instagram. It'll, it'll, okay. it'll you know, so I'm like, I'm, like the thing about me, you know, if uh, my personality type is, you know, when I, the worst thing I ever did for my life, probably not, not the worst thing, but I went to a, a, a private Christian school for, uh, for uh, university. And uh, for me, that was not, not good because when I have rules, strict rules uh i don't follow rules right and so i i engaged in a lot of behavior that i normally wouldn't have just because people were telling me i couldn't do it right so until someone tells me i need to like be censored and i'm not allowed to share certain information well that means i'm going to talk louder right so it has the opposite effect on me whereas most people comply i don't comply never like that's not my type my personality i can't do that so if it's in my own best interest and if it's it's a valid if somebody says to me hey you need to change the way you're talking to people in the, in, a, in a business situation or you're not being appropriate in that matter that i i usually self-regulate that pretty well usually pre, i'm pretty good at knowing how to talk to like an 80 year old grandma versus a you know somebody who's getting ready to go to the buds right i, I have the mm -hmm. ability to switch the way i talk that's but when some when, when so, training for those of you who are not in the know of what buds is yeah so, and it's very extreme and, and there's a lot of uh, psychological abuse that goes into that. So if you're getting someone ready for something like that, you have to like kind of mess with their head a little bit to help them get ready for that. So there might be some ways that you would talk to them that would be inappropriate for talking to an 80 year old grandmother of two, right? So um, you have to be able to, to auto-regulate that stuff, which I'm usually pretty good at. Sometimes I slip up a little bit like normal humans, but if some body or governing body tells me I can't do something, well, that that's it's just game over there's i just can't yeah. help myself but back to um getting ready for the winter uh one thing that i see people fighting is their impulse their natural impulse to shift what they're eating in the winter so it's normal for you to crave more purine rich foods in the winter that means 
red meats, seafood, uh, things like beans. There's a reason we like chilies and stews and pot roasts and roasts in the winter. It's because your body wants uh, that kind of food. Uh, you know, you look at it, when you really heat something, you're essentially putting infrared light into that food. It's not quite that simple because heat can be conveyed in many different ways, but that's the basic idea. And uh, that means the colder you are and the more you're craving warm food, the more important it is for you to eat that. I One see that all the time about. in, in people, people not, uh, not following their instinct and trying to do something that some influencer told them to do. Right. So a raw vegan diet in Minnesota in December, really, I just don't see it ending well. Uh, you need no. to be in a warmer latitude for that to work. And yes, that's because yeah. of these effects of light on biology. Yeah, that, that would be an equator strategy. A strategy. And even yeah. then, you probably want to get a little bit of fish in to make yourself feel a little bit better. Yeah, well, um, yeah, right. Um, one of the superfoods, super, probably the super survival food that has been forgotten about because of our modern convenience is pemmican, which is basically yeah. really dried meat ground into a powder mixed with tallow and, and some berries, dried berries. And that stuff, if you, you can look it up on YouTube on how to make it. And that stuff has like a 20 or 30 year shelf life without refrigeration. It's absolutely nuts. And that's how the, the Native Americans uh, or, or indigenous cultures, whatever politically correct term you want to use, um, survived in the winter for you know, the Inuit, the, you know, all the, all the, the, the uh, indigenous tribes. And, and up until, you know, in World War I, um, that was the main meal replacement Um and then they switched over to like other things, but let me replacement for who the, the army, the military, the military used pemmican for forever because what it's do you just, think? Is it, is it better than MREs? Oh yeah. I mean, it's nature's MRE, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, if you, you know, if you, if you're having a, if you're needed to survive in a cold, you know, it's funny, they've had explorers that, that, that basically got stranded in the Arctic and they found them dead and they had food. But they didn't eat the fat. They only ate the the caribou uh, are very lean animals. Uh, the, uh, well, they're not lean animals, but they because they eat like they don't have a lot of nutritionally dense food. So their 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 muscle doesn't have like is it's like kind of like eating a rabbit, right? And so these these um these explorers ended up basically eating only the lean meats. They didn't eat you know any of the fatty meats they ate really mm. eat and they, they starved yep. to death right right so so fat particularly in the winter is a super essential thing because it provides so many calories and it provides you know so many uh you know minerals and nutrients and well, so this is why another reason why i think it's important to actually get exposure to your ambient temperature not that i want you to go out and flirt with or get anywhere close to things like frostbite or chillblains or cold exposure but you know cold triggers your body to want fattier food yeah. and uh that's partly because the more cold you're exposed to the more energy you're going to want to burn in order to make heat so that you can thermoregulate yeah and people don't realize this and mm -hmm. i i question whether or not shorter days trigger period trigger people to want the same thing i've never seen anyone study that mm -hmm. but i wouldn't be surprised if just changing the duration of your day uh changes whether what your what foods you're craving or not um, and, and that's interesting because nature always provides you with what you need in your environment. Right. 
for the uh, season people, that you're in. Yes, correct. And th- and that's what a lot of people forget. They're like, I want to be carnivore. I want to be mm-hmm. this, but they live, you know, in Tampa Bay, Florida. It's like, if you live in the Arctic and that's all you have available and you're right. being exposed to the cold and you're living in the cold and you're mm-hmm. cold adapted, mm-hmm. that might be a good long, a good strategy for you. But, um, yeah. So Jim's got a great question. Not this Jim, different Jim. In the winter, will a vitamin D3 supplement replace the lack of ultraviolet light in the winter? I live in New Jersey. The answer is basically yes. Uh, I usually start people at four to 5,000 IU daily, which works to keep most people in an optimal range. Very rarely do you need more than that. And when you do, you need to ask questions like, does this person have a problem absorbing fat soluble vitamins, which many people in our modern world do. So, but and a side note from that though, there are benefits that come from UV light exposure right. beyond just that are not conveyed D. in a supplement, right? So, right. and that's why it's so important to get you know, that's why I have a spurty D, yeah, absolutely. But even regular sunlight without the UV in the winter, when you have a really has low a benefit, D, right. has benefits that go beyond you mm-hmm. know, vitamin D. There's so many other things that natural light uh, does for our biology, and a lot of people forget. And on that note. I think we better wrap it up, Jim. We should have a wonderful day, everyone. Remember, check out persona space that we have going. It, it's ten uh, percent off until October eighth. Yeah, um, and the code? Stillman, all caps. And then, if okay. this is after October eighth, and you're watching this, thank you. And by the way, if you're watching this, please like, please subscribe, please follow, share yeah. if you like, because obviously we don't get pushed to the top of the algorithm, as yeah, you can imagine. Right. Yeah, um, and then of course. Right. Yeah. So if this is it's Stillman five, Stillman all caps and five for the discount code after October, uh, 8th. after yeah. October 8th. So if you're watching this in the future uh, and you can't come back to the future, I love doing the, the back to the future uh, uh, jokes, jokes. Yes. Yeah. So if you can't go back to the future, like Marty and his flux capacitor, um, what was the name of the, the nutty prof- the professor dude I don't uh, remember. With, with the hair? Okay. Professor, I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he was funny. But All right, everyone, um, well, take hold care. On. I'm, hold on, I'm going to tell people about our webinar. You can leave if oh, you want to. Tell, I'll, I'll tell them about the webinar. I'm going to tell them. About, yeah, come on, got to do the. I didn't do it at the beginning, so I need to do it at the end. Oh. So, so we basically run a webinar every week. Uh, mm-hmm. We basically are constantly adding to the fundamentals of wellness. We have a thing called Wellness Secrets. We're adding there. We did a did a thing on blood pressure last week. We're doing another thing on blood pressure. We're going to talk about blood pressure and diet specifically. Uh, we're going to get into great detail. Uh, this is just something we do for people to, for as a bonus for being on our email list. So go over to Stillman Wellness and Dr. Stillman's head is going to pop up, boom, right in front of you. And it's going to say five biggest health mistakes Dr. Stillman makes. You want to put your the name Dr. Stillman makes? You mean the, the doc- Dr. Stillman sees <laughs> people making? Well, I think we've both. <laughs> I think we've both. I think we've both, Doc Brown, thank you so much, Jim. That's very good. Excellent. I, I need that kind of help. Um, so, but I think we've both made all the big health mistakes, though. Oh, we've made, made them. them. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, so, we're only so, experts because we've made okay. all the mistakes. It should have been made. I should have said made, have made, right? Um, so the people that we see people making and that we've made ourselves, and mm-hmm. just put your email address right in there. You'll get an email. You'll get in. You'll we'll be honest. We'll be put in. You'll be put into a sales sequence for the fundamentals of wellness, which is our coaching course. Yes. Um, just to be fully transparent. It's and then after that, once you go through that, that and we give you, you know, a bunch of fundamental tips. So it's good. After you go through that sequence, which will last about five days, you basically will get like three max four emails a week 
um, letting you know about some of the things we're doing and all that sort of stuff. Wednesday night, you'll receive a link for StreamYard, which you will register for, and you can watch the uh, the webinar. This this week's webinar is in the afternoon. We had to move it. Next week is at 10 a.m. And if don't stress, if you can't make the 10 a.m., uh, you will be able to watch the replay. And then, of course, if you if you want to watch all these webinars that we're doing, uh, you can always join the Fundamentals of Wellness uh, with coaching. And all those webinars are there, plus weekly coaching calls and all sorts of other fun bonuses. So on that note, we will exit. Unless you have anything else to add, Doctor. That's it. Thanks, everyone, right. for watching. Take care. Have a great day. All right. Take care, everyone. Get off.